listening to Less or Minus with Nathan Frank and your buddy Greg Wow, Greg, you really delivered with that opening. You know what? I figure we do this once every three weeks now, four weeks, every six months. I'm going to give her, Frank, and maybe we do get myself a deal. We, we feel the, the urge. Yeah, it's Monday night. I got I got no company over. I'm going to... Except for those piano players. Yeah, let me tell you this. For those all you brat, those little brat faces. For all you piano teachers out there, and they're there, uh, which means there's also piano students out there. They're their own they're their own group of people. If you got if you're a parent and you, you drop your kids off at your piano teacher's house, it's not free babysitting. Yeah. I mean I guess you're paying for it. But don't be late. Be Here I'm at my house today, Frank. I was telling you before we started the show, I'm at my house. Trying to take a nap, and lo and behold, there's doors slamming all over the place downstairs. And I You're thought saying, that couldn't be those kids because sociopaths. Yeah, they wouldn't go into someone's door or their own their bedroom in the basement that's not theirs and snoop around. Heaven forbid they'd go where they're not supposed to go. That's where they went. So if you got kids somewhere, it's not free babysitting. Come pick them up at the right time, or I'm charging you an extra session with the Queen of Pop. Uh, queen, that's that's your wife. Yeah, the queen of pop. The queen of pop. She's actually like the queen of classical piano, but mm-hmm. you know how it which is. is like the opposite of pop. Pop. Hey Frank. Yeah. Uh, I got this question here. What's new in your life this week? <sighs> oh, new in my life. Well, today, my boss at work he quit. It was his last day. I gave him a seven pack of beer. Was this a? This was his last day. His last day, he quit. He Did likes you know beer. He was quitting. Something Something we shared. Yeah, he, he's he's done with my my uh, organization. He's had enough. He wants to. Oh, this is the guy that just wanted to quit his job and drink beer. He had no motivation, right? He's yeah. Now he's done. So what's he doing in life? Uh, I think he's got a freelance. Freelance I, beer I, drink. I, I, did you say popular. he had no motivation, or I didn't, or did I say he had? I no feel motivation. like I feel like on the last podcast you were telling me about some guy. Who you said, what do you want to do with your life? He's like, I want to quit my job and just drink beer or something like oh, that. Oh, he wants to start a brewery. Well, they all do. I want to start a brewery. I guess you pretty much pretty much got that right. Hey, speaking of brewery, are you yeah. sipping on something right now? Some blueberry tea? No, I finished. It's French, though. It was a, a creme de croix. What does that mean? Uh, it's French for a Indian porter. Actually, I have no clue what that means in, in French. But it does say momentum on the top, so maybe that's what it what what it actually means in French. Do you know anyone that speaks French that can translate for us? No, but I do know a porter. His name was Quinn Porter. Did I tell you that story? Did you met Quinn. You got all the stories. Quinn Porter. He's a uh, he was on Canadian Idol season two. What? He was he's kind of effeminate, curly hair. Right? Is that Quinn Porter? No, Quinn Porter oh. was like a backup quarterback uh, at the Hamilton Ticats. Yeah, he called me at one day at work trying to sell me something. I said, Quinn Porter, I know that name. And he so said, yeah, I spent some time he, in the CFL. And I thought, yeah, I know that was name. He, was he well-spoken? Oh, he was great, yeah. But, like, did he just seduce you with his words? Well, he wasn't a linguist like you. you. So so how did he sell you on this? He Well, he didn't sell me. I, I kind of stumbled into it. Oh. And then he, he kind of dropped the whole, I, I'm a part of the CFL or was a part of the CFL. Oh, that's supposed to make me buy something. I'm a part of this asshole terrible league and then I, I look him up on wikipedia he didn't really do uh, a whole lot no he, he was like a third string he looked like he looked like a like a fit tom brady but he he wasn't any good 
So that was my uh, my almost claim to fame. But then, because I'm running into celebrities now, because of our amazing podcast. Luke Robitaille. Frank. Lucky Luke. Look at I'm trying to build up to something here. Oh, oh well, just like, let's delete that, and then uh, let's pretend that never happened. Just okay. I bet Luke Robitaille in Banff. Luke Robitaille and I hung out. In Banff. <laughs> Banff. Hey, Greg. What? What was happening in Banff? Banff was, uh, Luke Robitaille was there for a, it's called The Gathering, the world's biggest brands come together. And he that was sounds, there. That sounds really intimate. Yeah, it was. But not in a sexual way. Did in you guys the, uh, go in a hot tub and... No, we chatted in uh, in a theater together. Things got a little heated in the hot in the hot tub. Did you did you know this that the LA Kings sell their logo? Okay, to who? McDonald's. And what does McDonald's do with it? Everywhere you see an LA Kings logo, outside of right now anyway, outside of the jersey, you see a McDonald's logo. I'm confused. Yeah, so was I. So I asked. I said, "Hey, Luke, buddy." What's with all these McDonald's logos everywhere? And he said, you know, we're trying to be innovative and find new revenue streams. And so we decided, like, this is a premium property, our logo. So we thought, why not sell it to McDonald's or sell it to anyone? And McDonald's paid the premium price for it. So now anywhere that you see an L.A. Kings logo in, in print or whatever, they'll have a McDonald's logo with it. Like, where were, I don't get it. So where's this McDonald's logo? It's So there's, like, the L.A. Kings logo and in the bottom oh, right-hand I corner. It's like McDonald's is, like... It's it's the LA logo is is sponsored by McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. So in the bottom right hand corner of the logo, you'll see little golden arches. I thought it was the weirdest thing. You know, so they used to have my, like so much respect question, for the logo. My question is, what are they doing with their old logo, which is way better, that old Chevy logo that Gretzky wore? Well, they're not doing anything with that. Well, what the hell? That's well, not coming Luke, back. You need to call Lucky Luke up on your cellular telephone and ask him. Okay, so that's neat that you're being innovative with your current logo which is an average logo what the heck are you doing with the old logo that everyone likes you want to know what's funny uh-huh. is uh it's actually pronounced look i asked him oh because he's 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 le francais look he's uh he's a quebecer quebecois no quebecois. What, is, what does that sound oh sorry i was, I was like just, what is uh, it with you these days you can't sit still yeah i'm a nervous guy i was playing with my uh you played with your dinghy, Frank, weren't you? <laughs> no. It sounded not. like you were building a tool shed or something. I was playing with the, the, the bottle cap here. I was just supposed to play with it. I didn't know you got nervous. Anyway, so I asked Luke, like, like, after someone speaks, he presented. It was actually a pretty cool story. Maybe I'll tell the fans here. Yeah, tell the fans. He, he talked about uh, what it takes to be a champion and how his time in L.A., uh, he, he didn't really learn that. So he was in L.A. for a while, for most of his career. And he started telling the story about, uh, this is about 2000, 2001. And he started telling the story about the guys were getting into the protein powder. Like it was a new thing. And they thought, yeah, we want to start taking care of our health and investing in this sort of stuff. And so he went to the GM at the time and said, hey, we want uh, we want to do this protein powder. And the GM was like, great, but we're not paying for it. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, we're, we're millionaires, so we'll buy it. And so they bought it, and then eventually he got traded that year or the year after to the, the, the Red Wings. The Red Wings, yeah. And he was talking about how the Red Wings had this culture of winning, and from the president all the way down, it's all about winning. And how can I help you win the cup? So we told this story about how he's in like the the dressing room, and some subservient person comes up to him and says, "Hey, Luke, uh, do you like protein powder?" And he says, "Yep." And he says, "What kind do you like?" He's like, "What kind?" 
I don't know. And so he just kind of picked a brand and they said, okay, what flavor? And he said, what? What flavor? Is, it, are, is strawberry okay? And he said, yeah. And he's like, why are you doing this? He's like, well, I'm going to go order it for you. And he said, why? And his said, the person, I don't know if it was a male or a female, but he said, because it's my job to do whatever I can to make your job easier so that we can win a cup. I love that story. Yeah. Like, it's like they all they care about is success. They want to make their lives easier because, I mean, those little things every day can get, can get on their nerves, take away from success. They want their minds to be on the hockey, right? Yeah, and you talk about like team building and what that looks like, and these people, like the, the organization got it. And so Luke, look, when he went to the Kings, when he went back on the management side of it, he brought that, uh, that whole idea with them, and lo and behold – they, they won successful. two cups. Yeah, they won two cups. I, I was talk, I was talking to a, a hockey know-it-all a little while back, and we're talking about a small market team, the Ottawa Senators, and uh, and the thing is about Ottawa is that they're they're not only not spending to the cap, but they're also cheaping out on other other things, right? Like what? Well, like like, like two ply toilet paper. Well, I mean, an example would be they they fly. They may, they may not even have. A, I don't think they even have a private jet, right? Little things like that. What do you mean? Or like they fly public? They, they, they fly charter. Yeah, so but they, I mean a lot, they, of, a lot of the teams do. But other other teams have a better flying arrangement. Like they have their own jet where they can, you know, book their the, a better time to fly. Like some of these times, some of these teams will be flying out at like 2 in the morning. Yeah, but isn't that what chartering the plane is? Well, I don't know the details, okay? All I understand is that some teams have different... Hey, how about this, Frank? The next time you tell me a story, why don't you have the details in place before you start doing things? You're pissing me off. You guys start to tell me about how to charter a plane. There's no, that's not the first thing about it. I don't even know what it, the difference between a charter plane and a and a uh, and an own plane. I don't know. I don't know the difference. You ever seen that movie Get Charter? Coach <laughs> Charter. Coach Charter. That's not funny. That's oh, such a bad dad joke. Sorry, guys. And then some teams have like diet plans, right? For, for like you're talking about like the uh, protein power. People, have, some teams like the, they 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 feed their team at the rink and they have diet plans and they help help them. They have sleep pathologists or psychologists or whatever. It's wild, eh? With sleeping patterns. And other if other teams aren't innovative, then they they get left behind. That's yeah. my. And when you think about it, there's millions of dollars on the line, and hockey's a business. And so if you can hire someone for sixty thousand dollars a year to make these guys eat better. Well, sixty thousand dollars. If I get two extra playoff games, the gate revenues alone, you know, that's a huge windfall for me. So of course I'm going to do that. I mean, yeah, it's just to get the business to fix expense and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, it's a business now. People will do everything, and apparently people <laughs> people don't want to charter a plane. So these fixed budgets are, are, I think, as much of the problem. Like we were just, it's it was the deadline today. As we're recording this. Ba-na, ba-na. This is Monday. This is actually a free day today, Frank. It's the leap year. Yeah, we, it's, we get it's a free a f- day. Like, think so about that, though. Did you take the day off? No, but don't you think it should be a stat holiday? The Lord gives us a, a free day. He adds it to the calendar. It doesn't count against the cap. It should definitely we be a free it at day. Every, one, just, it's just one day every four years. Yeah. Just give us that day off. Like, let it. Just give us the day off. Yeah, yeah we need this. Anyway, you, what were you saying about uh, cap? We were, ta- we were talking about like you. a team that has this this cap that's below the cap. Like they have, they have their cap. They're spending like they're spending at like fifteen thousand or sorry fifteen million or or twenty million below the cap. Sure. So Anaheim today, there's this, they're they're right in the mix of things in the Western Conference, and they trade away a big talented player in Maroon. Right. Hold on, step back a second. What? Start again. Why? 
Well, I think you said big and talented maroon in the same sentence. I couldn't figure that out. What a maroon. Anyway, they trade a guy that's this He's guy not that talented. Well, they have a guy that can help them with their with their playoff run. Who? Right? Maroon. I guess. He's not that talented. Well, I'm not saying he's he's Brian Getzlaff. I'm just saying, is he going to help them in their playoff run? Well, who did they get, Frank? Yeah, I don't think he, they even got a player back, did they? It was like for a pick. No, who have they got like over the past couple weeks to help them out? They got, uh, what's his face? They got a few players. Yeah, they don't need Maroon anymore. Well, I mean, depth helps. He's not depth. He's a liability. I've watched him play. So you're saying he stinks? I don't think he stinks. I don't think he's that good. So the fact that he was gifted the top line with Getzlaff is crazy to me. Every time I'm trying to make a point, you just you just shit on me. Well, get better. I'm starting to real. St- I, I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting to stink because there's that much shit on me right now. Well, I'm just saying, if you want to come come dance the podcast, the fans are beating my door down, asking me for good content, and you're here trying to tell me how a, a, a jet plane works, and you don't even know. You're trying to you're playing with bottle caps over there. I don't know what a charter is, okay? I assumed the charter was like they, they rented their plane from from Air Canada or something. I'm thinking I'm on to something here, Greg. I think you're on to I think you're on something. Just because I'm not a hoity toity, you know, rich guy who knows things. What are you talking about? Donald Trump. Well, I, I don't know my things about private private jets. I don't know anything about private private jets. Big deal. Anyway, so let's talk about the trade deadline, Frank. <laughs> Happened all day today. Uh-huh. And I got to say, I'm off kilter, Greg. It's boring. It's boring. Like, why would anyone spend time listening and watching the trade deadline? I remember hearing stories. Um, I I had some acquaintances and some friends that would actually book the day off work and just sit home. Wow. Get really excited and watch. These guys must be complete losers, eh? I I don't don't know if I call them losers. Like, they're committed to the sport. I want to watch James Duffy for eight hours talking about Dion Phaneuf being traded. <laughs> eight hours? And nothing happened today. This is the best day of my year. I need to take the day off so I can sit in my couch, in my ginch, or is it my gonch, <laughs> and look at Bob Nick, Bob McKenzie with my hand down my pants. Ginch, gonch, gitch, whichever side of the family you're on, it's, it's a, a waste of time. Decision. Your friends are poor decision makers. It was a waste of time. It was the worst trade deadline in terms of actual trade since 1999. I, I just want to eat my cereal and listen to Bob McKenzie. Wait a minute. Where's, what's, how is his accent appropriate? What do you mean? Aren't you making fun of someone right now? Like a people yeah. group? Well, it's, no, that's, that's, that was supposed to sound kind of like uh, King of the Hill. Oh. What does it sound like? <laughs> Did it sound like I was making fun of First Nations people? Is that what it sounded like? No, Frank. It sounded like King of the Hill. Well, that's what I was trying to do. Hey, you nailed it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're the best. Well, finally, this guy's on my side. Well, if you stick to what you know, King of the Hill and, and adult cartoon shows, and well, not talk to me about how to fix a car. When did know, I talk, talk about fixing a car? Well, you're talking about charter plane stuff. Yeah. Planes fly, cars drive. Anyway... The, the deadline sucks. The, it sucked, but it it's was dead. I think it was, it's dead. I'll never care about it again. But there, the, it was fun for days prior. Like Eric Stahl ha, has been, he gets traded. So let's talk about that because I know everyone wants us to break down some of these trades to see who's most dominant in the East, West, that sort of thing. So the New York Rangers uh-huh. pick up Eric Stahl, and all of a sudden, the NHL media is talking about, oh. 
the New York Rangers are ready to rival the Washington Capitals. Hey, dude, the Rangers have the Caps number in the playoffs. Hey, dude. They'll just no. shut, her, they'll shut things down. They'll get a timely goal from Stanley Cup champ Eric Stahl. And then Alexander Ovechkin will go play in the World Championship and win a gold medal for La Russia. I know that hurts you to say, Frank, because you're a big AO fan. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. I want, I want cap, the Caps to break through. Eric Stahl has been terrible this year. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's, maybe he'll get some easier matchups in New York. Maybe, And it's playoffs. Playoffs are a different animal. All I'm but saying is this. Washington I, I is the best. It's arguably one of the best teams the NHL has ever seen right now. Arguably. And the statistics start to back that up. We'll see how it ends at the end of the year. Of all time, Frank. Yeah, they're having a fantastic year. They're not the same team they were last year, two years ago, five years ago, or even ten years ago. They're, they're not, not even close. They're not, they're not going to have the best record of all time. No, they're not going to. I said one no, of the best. No. But they'll, they'll have 55 wins. Easy. Easy. And so it's a pretty damn good year. People just love to talk about, yeah, but New York. New York has been subpar this year. Yeah, and they were subpar for parts of last year too, and then they got on that roll. No one is scared of New York. But no one. In, okay, but uh, besides Washington, who in the East is really going to challenge the Caps? There's no one. There's the Caps. And even after the deadline, there's, 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 there's no Florida, one. which has never been in the playoffs. Yeah, like, Florida's they, a wild like card because they're weird in, like that. What, once in 15 years they've been in the playoffs? Yeah, I think it's been 20, actually. Like, when your top scorer is Yammer Yager, who's 44 years old. Yager. Uh, yeah, Yager, sorry. I don't think that you should get too excited. Why? Because he's 44 years old and he's your top scorer. The guys, no, I think you're being age. This is ageism. Somebody, somebody calls someone. Just because he's 44... Doesn't mean he has no talent, Frank. When your goalie is Roberto Luongo, you're oh, going to have... Oh, these a, are deep wounds coming from you. I he's get gonna, it now. He's, he's, it's going to be halfway through the first overtime period. And he's going to have to go take a dump. So here's the... <laughs> and, the and then he's going to panic and insult the other goalie in the Stanley Cup final if he ever got there. Here's a question I got for you, Frank. He'll be talking about, he'll be talking about Tim Thomas in Game 6 on Twitter to try to get himself out of his funk. What did Roberto Luongo ever do to you? Uh, he just sucked in the playoffs. So, like, you have some, some pretty serious unforgiveness issues by the sound of it. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Are you actually going to blame Lou for the Canucks losing the cup? Here's the thing. Like, I don't hold anything against Luongo. I just don't want him to have any success with the Florida Panthers. Why? Because he was terrible with the Canucks. I loved that guy before he got traded to Vancouver. The guy brought you to Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. No, it's a team game. Okay, he, but he's terrible? Like, terrible goalies don't do that. He's a very average tendy. Wow. I think you're he, out to lunch today. He just panics. Panics, buddy. Panics. No. no, you know who panics, Frank? I panic. If you went up for a slap shot in front of me and I'm not ready for it, guess what I'm doing? Closing my eyes. But you're a, you're a third, what is it, uh, rec hockey Division F goalie, goaltender? I'm not Division F. D. E? But. D? I was just trying to, I was exaggerating again. I was just trying to make that, that, uh, the, the gaping ocean in between your talent level and Roberto Luongo is that much wider. Roberto's a good tender, man. He's, he's, uh, he's got some issues between the ears. Well, so, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, so Tampa Bay, they've been hot for since January 1st. They look they good. Could, they could challenge Florida. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, I challenge think, Washington. As in, like, they could upset them? Mm-hmm. Sure. 
any of the teams in the East could upset them. But I'll tell you this. Well, I guess I was asking you the question, and, and you think they can. Like my, my, not, I don't even want to talk about can. I want to talk about what you think will happen. Do you think Tampa Bay no. has a good enough roster where, where, where they will be? No. I don't think so either. And, but uh, No one in the East is going to challenge Washington assuming that they stay healthy. I still think no one. I think the Rangers no can beat can beat Washington. Why? Because they have what Lundqvist? Because they did it last year. He's not Frank. Quick talking about last year. Not the same team. They're quite similar. Have, have you heard of Justin Williams? The guy's captain clutch. I would love to see Captain Clutch uh, win another game seven. So what seven or eight? No yeah, game sevens. That's not an accident. Well, I think it's. Uh, plays better in those big games. Here's what I can't wait. I can't wait for the Caps to go to the East Final and beat some team. And I'll be like, see? They're that good. Let's pretend it, it's round one right now. That'd be fun. So you have Florida playing against uh, they're playing against Pittsburgh in the first round. Does Pittsburgh, who's no. been a lot better in the second half of the season, no. do they? How, how many games do they win against Florida? No, right now. Wins, who wins no, that no. series? Florida would be playing Detroit right now. Because Washington, no, no, they're like both wild card teams. Yeah, but wouldn't Washington, being the most, have to play the? the oh yeah, the sorry, you're right, you're right. So Detroit would hold play. on back up there again. I don't Detroit, hear that very often. Detroit, Detroit would play Florida. Yeah. So, do you, I would you you think Florida is going to beat Detroit pretty easily? Yeah, that's so what exactly what's going to happen what, in what five six games. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. And then Washington plays Pittsburgh. Done. Would, would be a sweet matchup just because of Crosby versus Ovechkin and the mental gymnastics that Crosby will be throwing Ovechkin's way. You're all with the head games all, today. Along with the media. So how many games does Washington win that series in? Four think or about, five. Think, four or five. Last year, think about how terrible Pittsburgh was in that first series. So then you got the, Ra- like, you got the Rangers versus... <laughs> Pittsburgh is just happy to be there this time. Like, they literally so. are just happy to be there. Hey, you know what? We got two gates. We're happy. And they and Schultz is probably going to cough up a couple goals per game oh, for the Pens. Justy. Well, you and know, he could be, he'll be better than he was in the Oilers. But. And then you have New York and the Islanders playing in. Go Isles! That should be a good series. That'd be a blast. The Subway Series? So you're picking the Islanders over the Rangers? No, I want them to win. I think the Rangers will win. Yeah, I, I unfortunately agree with you. I was hoping you are going to go with the Islanders. Okay, and then you have Tampa Bay versus Boston. Boom. Probably t- Tampa. Right? I'm going to say Tampa. I don't, I don't understand the whole Boston hanging on to Louis Erickson thing. If there's going to be if there's going to be an upset in that first round between the, the the playoff tree that we put together, I'm saying Tampa Bay gets beaten by Boston. Sure, and that could happen. Like Tuukka Rask has has been known to steal games, and Boston still bought. Like they're not nearly as deep as they have been in the past. No, and they don't have uh, they don't have Lucic to intimidate the other team. Marshawn's been scoring. Here's my thing, though. Why, if you're the Boston Bruins, and I understand that you want to make the playoffs and that sort of thing, but I mean. There's a real good chance Louis Erickson is not coming back underneath you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little bit different for a team like Boston, who's in the playoffs. But you're a GM, Frank. And I, and I do think that the East is kind of like wide open when it comes when it comes to, um, I mean, other than Detroit and Pittsburgh, I wouldn't give them much of a shot. But I think there's but there's probably five five or six teams that could, that five teams below Washington that could compete with them. So, I mean, I, I understand why they'd keep them. So you're saying, okay, I mean, he might not come back next year, but still... Well, I think we got a chance to go to the East Final here. I think they have a chance. Yeah, I, w- I mean, I, w- I wouldn't pick Boston to make the East Final, but uh, I can see where they're coming from. Okay, I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I just, I've always thought Lou Erickson was weird in Boston, anyway. So, 
I don't really understand why they why they can't resign him unless they just don't want to. And if that was the case, well, I, I heard I it's term and dollars. Like, I heard it's term and dollars. So they're they're that close to the cap apparently. And, something, and they got Tory Krug coming up. He's going to want a contract. He's going to want a big raise. Tory Krug, <laughs> the Kruger. I'm going to look up. I'm going to go to NHL numbers and find out uh, how close they are to this cap. Okay. While you're looking that up, let's go to the West because the West, I think we can agree, is where the cup is going to stay. I wanted to say just one more thing. I just wish GMs could just think a little further ahead. So Boston's like, you know, I don't like have, evaluate your team. Say, oh, I don't think we're going to re-sign Erickson. Like, make that decision and then trade him in the off season or 20 games into the season. Get a return. Get somebody else that, that you want to build around. Maybe maybe they're, they're a little bit younger or just a player that you say, yeah, we, we, want, we, we want to sign this guy. Well, if you're Don Sweeney, though, you might say without Erickson on your team up until the trade deadline, you might not be in a playoff spot. So, so they were pl- you're saying they were planning on trading him at the deadline. No, I'm just saying without him, you, without him, you might not be there. You know, the guy's got 48 points this year, 23 goals, excuse me, 25 assists. He's a plus 13. He's having a good year. But Boston seems like a kind of team that's similar to Vancouver in the way that they're half-assing their, their rebuild. If they, I, mean, I think a part of it is just like they spent, they could only spend so much money. So I guess, I, guess the, I guess I'm a little bit off there. Like they're not rebuilding. They just had to retool. Are, right? you, because, are you saying Vancouver's rebuilding? Well, they, they 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 seem to be rebuilding on. It de- depends on what day of the week it is. Yeah, like they're slowly declining, Frank, and it's disgusting to watch. But Boston's a confu- I wanted just to get back to Boston. It's just confusing. I, I get like again, same same thing with their defender. What is name? Hamilton. Don't you, you think they 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 kind of traded him in a panic? He's the guy they wanted to build around. What the hell happened there? I don't know. Like. They well, it should, sounds they like it was they, a. Uh, they should have been able to convince thing. him to stay. Apparently, he just wanted to leave. Yeah, if it's a culture thing, though, and the guys don't like him, I mean, that's the same thing as Evander Kane. Like, what if Evander Kane wanted to stay on on the Jets? Well, that's just not going to work. The guys don't like him. I don't understand why he just can't get along with the guys. I'll tell you why. Because the guys in the Bruins suck, Frank. That's why no one wants to hang around with sucky people. And then he signs in Calgary, and all of a sudden, he just immediately clicks. Yeah, with the rest of the team, like less this, sucky guys in Calgary. Yeah, they inter- wear cowboy this, hats. This introverted weirdo with a underbite just all of a sudden just gets along with this, these other twenty guys in this other city who are basically the same kind of guys. Why do you always have to bring in the dental records? You're always playing that card. <laughs> I make a good point, Craig. Okay, he doesn't so, fit with Boston. Why does he fit with the Flames? Let's go to the uh, the West because the West is a lot of fun. Craig's got point, nothing to say. Greg's like, let's move on. At this point, we don't even know who's going who's gonna to make the playoffs. He continues to ignore me. I'm mostly, I don't know how to make a comment about an underbite, Frank. It's not my realm. Well, you could just say, go to a dentist. Get that figured out. I didn't know he had an underbite, if I'm being I know, really a, I know a good dentist. You make $5.6 per year. You're in a long-term deal, seven to eight years. Go to a dentist. Here's my thing. I went to the dentist, and I'll confess this on, on live television as the tweets roll in. At Sir Greg Moore, at Nathan Frankshire on Twitter. Uh, if you got questions, we're live. Greg, I'm still rattled with that, that plane conversation. I think you should cut that out. So I'm at the dentist for the first time, and I confess, a year and a half. Because I absolutely hate that place. I hate it. But I was having some teeth pain or some tooth pain or whatever you want to call it, both. So I, I go to the dentist, and I this woman, well, was the it hygienist. Or was it, was no, it was fine. It was fine. Like They did their x-rays and their... And it, it's teeth pain if it was more than... More than one. If it's tooth pain, if there's one tooth. Yeah, you're just trying to dig out of the the charter conversation. I got it. 
I'll take I'll take those hits. Prove that I have a little bit. You're a smart guy. So I'm sitting in the chair, and this woman, the hygienist, is just like just destroying my gums. I swear, she hated me. Is it wrong for me to ask? Like, is is she was like decent looking, or I don't know. I I try to fall asleep. I think at the dentist. I think there's some malpractice when it comes to the hiring of dental hygienists. It's like they have to be a certain weight and body type. What do you mean? They have to be. It's like they have to be good looking. Really? I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a call on society. This is what goes on in North America. It's just this strange, weird cult. Like across the board, you're saying if you're a hygienist, you're in the club. Yeah, they they have to be uh, the body type that attracts affairs. <laughs> I'll have to pay attention to that. I don't know. I you've never more, noticed this. I was more concerned about my 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 tooth and teeth pain. And they have perfect teeth. What the? What's going on with that? Oh wait, they they work in a dental office. I just think that if you're a hygienist, some you don't need to go for massages because you're taking out your stress on someone else's mouth. You know, you're grinding their teeth with these metal tools, just uh-huh. scraping stuff off. Yeah, that can't be good for the enamel. Yeah, and then when you get done, you're like, oh, whatever I'm getting off here is done. I'm going to go after the gums. Yeah, and, and they're clearly just destroying your teeth just so that you'll have to come back. They give you this toothpaste that, that ju- you know, it doesn't actually do the trick. Like, you'd think they could have invented some toothpaste that just perfects the teeth. You yeah. Know, whiten, whitens them without the sensitivity. Yeah, and, and when's the last time you've got a second opinion on your dental work? You don't know if they're, if they're doing a good their job. Their whole business is predicated on us coming back. Yeah. It's in six to nine months. And they always ask you, hey, have you been flossing? So what, you know I haven't been flossing. You just you just clean my mouth. No one flosses. Don't ask me that. You don't floss. I mean, I try and floss. I get in these weird habits where I'll floss. It's a key to, it's a key to dental hygiene, Greg. Now you're just trying to make me feel bad, Frank. Well, I mean, it's that it's that and uh, non-alcoholic. Uh, not I was going to say body wash, mouthwash. Really? Yeah, that's key to dental hygiene. What else do you know about dental hygiene, Frank? Well, I know that. Uh, you should brush uh, at least once a day. But my question is, here's, here's something I don't know. You should ask your, den- your dentist friend, um, which you don't have any. Do you? Do you have any den- dentist friends? I do, actually, yeah. Maybe you could ask them about if, it, if it's dangerous or not good for your teeth to brush um, twice a day. I'm under this impression that if you brush too much, that uh, that's a problem. You know there's a thing called Google, right? You're saying I should Google it? Yeah. And, re- and maybe Reddit, Reddit or whatever that is can tell me what the truth is. No, just Google it. Ask Jeeves. Don't ask Jeeves. He doesn't know his stuff. No, he was a fraud, man. Jeeves thought he was hot stuff for a while there. He's done for. So, hey, okay, talking about the West here. Forget this dental junk. I, did, like, I, did I ruin your story? No, I was going to complain about how she just grinded my teeth and, like, stabbed my gums. And then I stink like a dentist office. I walk in to see my client like four minutes later, your and breath, she says, "Your breath is probably really fresh, Greg." No, like she's she's literally like twenty feet away from me. Okay, and she says, "You smell you like st- a dentist office." She's like, "You stink," and I was like, "What?" She's like, "You smell like a dentist office," and I hate that. And I was like, "Oh, are we gonna have a, a poor meeting today or what?" Greg, you stink. <laughs> I don't know what that's from, but I want to laugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm finding it funny. I'm just picturing this this girl. She's probably like, <laughs> probably wears like a black long uh, fleece all the time, and it's probably cold all the time. Has a blanket, and she says, "Greg, you stink." Frank, I cannot wait to buy your book. <laughs> like it's got to be coming sooner than later, right? Uh, well, I know. I think it's gonna take it's gonna take some time. 
So can we get, finally get to the West? People are craving the West. Most of our listeners, believe it or not, have Western Conference favorite teams, except for the Leafs fans. We don't really care about them. Well, Leafs, we, can talk, we can talk about the West if you like, sure. Steven Stamkos playing the Leafs tonight. They're up 2 nothing. Get us what, Leafs fans? Does Stammer have any goals? Stammer tonight? Uh-huh. Uh, no. Tyler Johnson's got two. 10th and 11th. He's been a slow year. Okay, so we were talking about the West. So the West. So if we were doing what we were just doing... Uh-huh. We got the uh, – let me just do this properly. Well, we were just talking about uh, – we were talking about the – Potential uh, matchups. We were talking about uh, the uh, dental hygienist. So let's <laughs> say, is it Nashville, Colorado, or Minnesota? Which two of those teams so make we the have, playoffs? Currently, we have Chicago versus – okay, well, we got to go with what it is right now. So let's oh, just, okay. we'll just say Minnesota's out. So Chicago, Colorado. So we have uh, Chicago, Colorado. Obviously, Chicago wins – I would say in four. four I'm, I'm going to say I'm, six. I'm about, you're going six. I'm, I'm saying a sweep. I think Colorado's always. It's not Colorado. Don't, doesn't Chicago usually take a while to get going? Uh, well, I think that they've had they they have decent competition. Like they often seem to play St. Louis in the first round. So I think I mean I think they're just playing against decent teams. But yeah, they'll go down two nothing against St. Louis, and then they'll win four straight and move on to the next round. But. Um, how about so, Chicago, though, like always pulling the trigger? They bring in Andrew Ladd, the prize catch that everyone wants, the L.A. Kings want. Were you surprised at that, uh, what they got for him? A first-round pick, uh, a reasonable draft pick as but, well. Wasn't it a conditional third? I believe so, yeah. I think, that, I, think, I think that his value just went up just because I think, as far as I understand from what I've heard, that there was other teams wanting him. So the, that just expediated his – not expediated, increased his value. He really was the – like the most the coveted, the most sought after person. Yeah, I mean, he's still a good player. He's won cups. Uh, he, he's still, been, he's been a threat for years. I mean, he's been on the first line in Winnipeg, which is not saying a whole lot. He's he's that he's that that grinding veteran that has two Stanley Cups, one with Chicago. They, like he he's a guy. He's kind of like Ryan Kessler was last year. Like, I mean, no one likes Ryan Kessler, but he's he's a playoff player. Yeah, yeah, like, he can play a physical Kessler, game too. Ryan so. Kessler hasn't had fifty points. In a regular season, he goes to the playoffs. He's a pointing game player. That, I think that's what Chicago can expect from Andrew Ladd, and that's what they need because the putting, West, the, their division has never been stronger. I mean, we say that every year, him, but and they're putting him on the top line, are they not? With Taves, yep. So they have he's he's going to get prime minutes. He's a big body, so they can put him on the power play. Uh, Chicago just they add to their depth. My question is, my question is whether or not Chris, Christian Eroff is even an NHL defenseman at this point. What do you mean? Well, they they traded him straight up for Rob Scuderi with L.A. and Christian Erhoff, I think, was in the AHL before he was in with L.A. No, was that a, a numbers thing? I don't think so. Yeah, was, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm going to assume it's a numbers thing. He wasn't making a lot of money in L.A. So were they that tight against the cap? They just had to stick. They, I mean, he he wasn't in their top four, so they just thought, hey, we can't afford this guy. Like, I'm, I'm really confused by this whole trade. Well, all the cap stuff is weird, right? I mean, these guys are playing, you know, long-term injury reserve, you know, and dumping guys down. and It gets really messy because it, I think it's hard to – I mean, without websites like NHL Numbers and General Fanager, you just never know. I don't know how people keep it straight. Well, they have guys on their on their staff that are experts on, in cap management. Would you call him a capologist? Uh, I think that that's fair. Sure, go ahead. Why not? Could you imagine that, if, if, if that's what turns your crank? Call him a capologist. But what if what if that was your claim to fame? Being a capologist. Hey, what do you do, Frank? I'm a capologist. Well, it's better than cleaning toilets. 
Well, depends who you ask. Uh, I don't know. Has anyone like clean toilets? Oh, yeah. There's some people out there that love to get the porcelain. Just sparkly. <laughs> They're the little sickies, hey? So we're so we're saying Chicago beats Colorado pretty 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 handily. Okay, so then what the about Nashville? LA Nashville? That's a fun one. I think that's actually kind of boring. Why? Uh, it just doesn't seem like there's there's a rivalry there at all. Nashville and LA have never played in the playoffs. It doesn't have to be a rivalry for it to be fun. I got two physical teams that'll grind you out, and I think that Nashville would give an LA a run for their money now that Reini's come back around. Uh, I would I would I would disagree. Tell I think L- LA's back in the playoffs. They're hungry. They still have that core together. They have. I. I would. I would put them. And they got better goaltending with Quick. I mean, obviously, if if Rene somehow turns turns it up and and shows that he's still a superb Vesna Trophy candidate goalie, then You're gonna things, say I mean, things. Things. I, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say Norris, but uh, it's okay. You can say it. Vesna. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, then things would be different. This team is uh, not going to compete with L.A. I'm telling you this. Rene is picking it up here. You want to hear his save percentage in his last uh, in his last six games? Five games? Yeah. 1,000, 933, 966, 974, 1,000. Okay, so he's had some good games. But Against Boston, the Kings, Montreal, Chicago, St. Louis. There's some pretty decent teams in there. But does Johansson match up against Kopitar? Mm, nope. Not quite. I'm just saying, like... I think that that series is weirder than you think it is. So that's your upset. That's what you're 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 saying that they get by LA. We're only I like in, it. I like two series. I, you know what? I'm gonna. I, I would say that. Yeah, I would say Nashville would surprise them. They're feeling it right now. Okay, so, so you're, you're going Nashville. I'm sticking with LA. I'll say Nat. I say LA beats them in um, six games, maybe okay. even five. Wow. So now we're going. We're going. I, you're on the record for that. I'm not deleting that from this. You're on the record, and when it happens. I'm going to write you a letter. We should write this down. Why write it down? It's, it's in cyberspace. I have a transcriber. She can transcribe this entire podcast for us. We should get her to do that. Uh, I'm not sure if she'll want to. And she probably wouldn't like the cusses. Well, you're the one cussing. Well, Making I, fun I, I of the hygienist. Yeah, it's a great point. You're right. I mean, it wouldn't matter if you cuss, but me cussing may not be a good thing. Okay, Dallas and St. Louis. What do they say? Mu, mu casa, mi casa? Uh, is that Italian? or? I don't know. Okay, uh, Dallas, St. My, Louis. My castle, your castle. I think that's what it is, yeah. I'm it must sure be Spanish. I'm not sure if I really understand the context in this, of this. Yeah, we got to gotta keep our linguists down, linguistics or whatever it's called. I got Dallas, St. Louis. I'm going with St. Louis. They finally get out of the first round. Oh, no. Please Frank. disagree with me. Yeah, like I love St. Louis, and I'm praying hard that Dallas beats Chicago and that I get a Chicago-St. Louis first round because, I mean, who doesn't like to watch that? I, Dallas is so good. There's no reason why that can't happen. They're so good. I watched them tonight when we recorded this podcast against Detroit, and they're manhandling them. It's 0-0, and they're manhandling them. And the, and the funny thing with Dallas is they don't even have very good goaltending. Like, well, Anthony is this wild card. He's like a champion. What are you talking K- about? Kerry Lettinen's been worse the last few years. I don't care that he's a Stanley Cup champ. He was behind one of the maybe <laughs> one of the deepest teams in NHL history. That Hawks team was Yeah, you could argue that, maybe. No, no, that's right. what I'm arguing. No, he was he was mediocre at best. Same with Crawford. He's an average goaltender as well. Well, no, I would give Crawford more credit. Crawford's proved himself a couple different times where I'm like He'll be he'll be piss poor for for parts of series or entire That does series. happen though, hey? And the next series he will be a lot better, it's true. But 
he's not consistent. It's weird how he just kind of takes series off. Like, he'll go three. Remember, it was last year, I think, was it? Where they brought in that Scott Darling? Yeah. Crawford yeah. was nowhere to be found. And then he comes back and wins him a cup. It's funny because Jonathan Quick's like that, too. The guy's regular seasons are pretty average. But then he gets in the playoffs and he just turns it up a crank. He's I'm like, okay, right I'm gonna take a, he's like, I'm going to take a break from the hardcore drugs here for a little bit. And I'm just going to focus. There's and a lot he, of drugs. He turns it up. Well, there's a lot of drugs in LA, apparently. I was watching today in baseball. That there was a blue team Jay, has its uh, problems. One of your pitchers re- refused to take a drug test. Oh, well, which one? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't a good one. And he was automatically banned 50 games. I like that. Well, sure. It's like, Shane, you're, you're, not, you're not necessarily guilty, but you're not innocent, so you're <laughs> out of here. I'm not sure if, uh, if the NHL really takes drugs seriously. No, I, I, don't, think, I don't think they do. I don't but think they do. I also argue that there's an NHL PA there as well that, you know, like there's two sides to it. I'm sure if the NHL had their way, they might take it more seriously. But, you know, the NHL PA wants to argue, like, their side of it. And I don't mean that in a way that they don't take drugs seriously in the NHLPA. I just mean they're all about, you know, respecting their guys' freedoms and, you know, whatever they want to do. So I would love to see a documentary, though, on, on taking on the NHL and the NFL and on drug use. Because, yeah, I've heard just like through the grapevine that these leagues, they don't, they don't want bad publicity, so they don't really take it very seriously. Yeah, and, and who, who listens to this podcast – doesn't know someone who knows someone that can tell you a firsthand story of someone in the in the NHL doing drugs, like but hard it's, drugs. It, it's it's usually like cocaine, though. Isn't yeah. It? So, I mean, it's not oxy, heroin or oxycontin. Well, no, my point is, is I don't, I'm not, I haven't heard of anyone that that does performance enhancing drugs. So yeah, talking, okay, that's what you're saying. I'm talking about performance enhancing drugs also being a, an issue that they cover up. Well, I mean, I, I'm. If you've ever heard me, I'm it, for steroids. I just say let them do it. Uh, I don't know, man. Who cares? Well, I think I mean it takes. This is what this is the popular argument. It takes away from the integrity of the of the game. It's not an it's, argument to me. Why is that not an argument? Who cares? We're well, you're watching a sport of humans. Yeah, and I'm still seeing. I can do drugs and still be human. So, so here's the thing. So, these guys. Is everybody in the NHL going to want to do drugs? No. So it's an uneven playing field. No, you it's want not. A, you want an even playing field. You want to see the best of the best competing equally. You don't want to have like 50% of the, of the players having more success than the other 40% because they take drugs. No, I don't care. Because they take steroids. All right. Well, agree to disagree. No, I'm like, if you can beat a guy without doing drugs that's doing these uh, steroids, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, you can. I don't know, man. You have – this is how powerful drugs are. You have – I'm going to go to baseball, the, the baseball well. You have a guy named Barry Bonds who's in his late 30s. This guy is over the hill. He has a second explosion of, of home runs. Uh, he, his career takes – has a second coming. That's not natural. It's not natural for you to peak when you're 38 years old. Yeah, but that's, it was that's awesome. The power, that's the power of drugs. We loved it. <laughs> well, I'd love it if, if like it, as fans, we absolutely loved it. I, I'm I'm on a different side of the coin. I would like it to be natural. For yeah, but sure. when he was crushing ding dongs, Frank, you loved it. Who wasn't like chewing that guy on? Go for 70, Barry. We want to see it. 
Well, I, I think people don't like Barry Bonds, so people aren't as excited about it. But I would like – it just it takes away from, from knowing what is what, right? You have a guy that hits 55 home runs now. You think to yourself, okay, well, if he did drugs, maybe he'd be hitting 78. Yeah, but you just admitted to me, Frank, that everyone's doing these drugs anyway. So what Not difference every, does oh, it no, make? No, 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 no. That's been my argument the whole time. Not everyone's doing it. So, so those, what would be different? Those the, that don't do it. They're being che- that, that, it's not fair. The for only difference from what you just described to me now is the fact that you would be aware of who's doing the drugs and who's not. The only difference. Well, I mean, I think it's, I think I'm in my argument. I'm done. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, uh, we got you're, Dallas, St. Louis. You're wrong. I'm right. Okay. No, you're saying the same thing. You're only just saying that you want to stay ignorant to it because it makes you feel better. No, I want no one to use drugs. I want it to be. I want sports to be clean. I don't want some guy running faster than Usain Bolt. Just because he took steroids, I do. I think I want awesome. a world record to be a world record. It I don't want it would to be. be. A, I don't want it to be a world steroid record. Now, when we get into conversations about robots beating humans in baseball and hockey, then we'll be on the same side, Frank. Because I don't want no robots anywhere near my sports. Here, okay. Here, here's my. Here's if my you're ar- listening to this, robots, get lost. Greg, here's my argument that will be closer to what we don't want your kind around here, robots. Greg, here's my argument. It'll be closer to what your argument is. We watch these sports not for not because we want to see the best of humanity. We watch these sports because we want to see carnage, especially with the NFL. Like this is a sport that completely destroys half of these players' lives. Their bodies are like 80 year old men when their career is over. Their brains are mush, but we still watch. So clearly. We watch it for more than just trying to watch the best of the human spirit. Okay, I mean, I I kind of disagree with you. I don't so now, watch oh, the now, carnage. Now I, I made an argument that I thought that you were trying to make, and now you disagree with me again. No, but like, I guess my point is, these guys who are playing in the NFL are well aware what they're doing. Yeah, they want like, the money. This is their way out. Yeah. So, like, why is it my fault that I'm watching them choose to make all this money? It's not my fault. If I don't well, watch, they don't even make the money. You just you just want to be entertained. Yeah, I do want to be entertained. You want to see the spectacle in 4K. Yeah, I do. <laughs> now you got me going. Yeah. That's what I want to see, 4K. So the spectacle will be even more impressive when these guys are roid monkeys. Who Thank cares you. about their lives afterward? Thank where they, you. Where they can't, you know, they, they can't get it up. Who cares? And they're, and whoever knows, and they start growing like a third limb or something. Who let, cares? Let me it's be all frank with you. I've never been concerned about someone not getting it up. That's a good point. That, that has never crossed my mind. That was, <laughs> that was the only symptom that I could think of. <laughs> yeah, no. But they're, they're or okay, they're, they're who cares if their heads grow that much more <laughs> because of the steroids? I can't really think of something like that's really negative other than like their sexual prowess goes down. <laughs> well, while you're thinking it's of down something, the tubes. So we got uh, Anaheim, San Jose. Uh huh. I think okay. we got to take Anaheim on that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, San Jose is uh, as a team that's over the hill. They they never won when they were like you know when they were on the hill. Now that they're on the other side of the hill, um, they're 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 just uh, they're just uh, an afterthought in my opinion when it yeah. comes to these these teams. They're, they're like kind of, the Penguins. They're happy to be there. They may as well just be a wild card team. Yeah, their ship has sailed. Hell, like they they were they weren't even in the playoffs for half a season, and look at the rest of that division. Let's okay, not, so we decided. Division. So you went with you went with Dallas over St. Louis. Yeah, 
Okay, so then we have the next round. Let's do your next round. Okay, so I got Dallas-Chicago. So you have Dallas playing Chicago. And I got Nashville-Anaheim. Nashville-Anaheim. Okay, so you going with Nashville? No, I'm going with Anaheim. Okay, so we got Anaheim against Dallas or Chicago? Dallas. Okay, so Dallas-Anaheim. We'll just finish this up. Who's who's winning that series, Dallas or Anaheim? That's a great question. Oh, boy. He's nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous. I got to say the Ducks! You the picked ducks. the ducks. You picked the ducks last year too. Yeah, they could have went last I, year. I know. I know that you, you you picked through my argument with with uh, like it was Swiss cheese. I picked through but, all your arguments tonight. You're not on your A game. Oh, baloney! But I'm still saying a team that doesn't spend to the cap is not going to make it to the Stanley final. That's ridiculous. This team is not serious about winning. I'm I'm going with Chicago and LA again. And oh, that's so boring. Chicago and L.A. again. I'm going Chicago makes the final again. Let's get real, though. How awesome would that be for a West final? To have these two teams, Chicago already being crowned as the dynasty, L.A. wanting to be, to be in the West final, to go back there again. That I've, would be I've, kind of awesome to watch. I've realized that there's no point in not picking these guys. Like I, I picked them other I, other years. I I didn't pick them because, like, well, I mean, they already won, right? They're, they're going to have kind of like a – they're going to stagger in the playoffs because – they, they don't have the, the gumption to, to pull it off. Other teams want it more. Mm-hmm. But no, they've won three cups. They've won five of the last six Stanley Cups, these two teams. There's no reason to not pick against these teams, especially when I honestly don't see these other teams being any better than them. I mean, St. Louis is a similar team to Anaheim. They just don't make that, those pickups that re- can really help them compete against Chicago. And Chicago's stars are gamers. St. Louis, they have head issues, and they're not going to get over it, unfortunately. Now, I hope they get out of the first round, but beyond that, they're not getting by Chicago. Yeah, I think St. Louis is a weird a weird case. I don't think – I mean, yeah, they're a year older, but I don't see them as any better than they were last year. I mean, no. And they have minus TJ Hoshi, you know? I mean, no, Al, they, you can think about it. Steen's still on long-term injury reserve, and he's supposed to be back for the playoffs. That's one of the reasons they didn't pick up a place, person on uh, – on the deadline today is because he's coming back, and that's more firepower for them. I think they're a good team, but um, Petrangelo isn't Doughty. No, nope, he's not. Bacchus isn't Jonathan Taves. They don't have a Patrick Kane. I mean, I, I just I don't see any reason why they can get by Chicago. Now, Chicago somehow no Chicago's not going to lose in the first round, so they're screwed. Yeah, I can't see. I mean, if Chicago's playing Colorado, there's no just no chance that's going to happen. Let's no get chance. let's get to the uh, the East. Well, I'm picking Washington. I don't care. So who is Washington going to play? They will have to play against um, Tampa Bay. Did you you pick Tampa Bay or Florida? So who who, who wins that series? Florida or Tampa Bay? Tampa. Oh, sh- I, I was going to go with Tampa, um, but I I have to I have to agree with you. I think Tampa Bay has that experience. I think I think Florida. They have to play a little bit before. Hey, they... I'll be rooting hard for the Cats, though. They're a fun team to watch if you ever get to see them play. Like, there's a lot of firepower on that team. I think they have a future, and and I, and with all I, their pickups, I mean, they're way more way balanced than they ever have been. This is what I see with Florida. I see Florida being the second coming of the Chicago Blackhawks of the Eastern Conference, wow. a team built by Dave Talon, who will falter their first time. They'll falter this year, but after that, there's no reason why this team doesn't make it straight to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, they, I and, mean, they, and they and they've signed some really friendly contracts. They signed Bukestad, who's would be a dynamic third line center, and is a good second line center. Well, he's, he's faltered; he's gone down a little bit this year. He's not having a great year. But and then they signed Barkov, 
and Barkov's been he's been a point of game player for uh, three quarters this season. I think he had a little bit of a slow start to an awesome contract. But he is a big bodied magician with the puck. I mean, they're they're set for the future, and then they have Aaron Ekblad for crying out loud of the defense. This team has every piece they need. I mean, Roberto Luongo, it may not matter when you have a good defense in front of them. There was a heavy rumor that Aaron Ekblad actually before he was drafted had fathered six children already. <laughs> heavy rumor, and that he has a uh, a property in in Hawaii where he's going to retire to because he's just so old. Okay, that wasn't that wasn't asking. <laughs> I was trying really hard. <laughs> You're laughing, Lee. Oh, man. That was awesome, Frank. I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, the logic was there. I think yeah. I've said that. I don't know if I've said this in the podcast, but I would love for Aaron Eckblad to just continue to age like he's the curious case of uh, Benjamin Button, except the other way around. Like, that I just would... want him to have, like, white hair by the time he's 25. You know, look like, look like he's 40. And then when he's 50, or when, no, sorry, when he's 35, 40, just look like he should be, honestly, like, retired. That he should be laying on a beach. I love that idea. I'll support that. But you can only get there with drugs, though. Yeah, well, steroids, that's, that's another symptom of steroids. Benjamin Button. Along with tiny testicles. Frank, I was telling you this story today about Brooks Like, who had traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs today. Mm, he seems like a nice guy. Uh, yeah, I think he's from around here, actually. In, uh, in I think he's from Wawoda. Wawoda? Wawoda. Wawoda. His grandpa is um, my dad went and visited him in, in an old folks' home in Leader, Saskatchewan. This is uh, Brooks Home of Leader Flyers. And, and he, he told my dad, he said, Brooks. He's the second best player in the world. <laughs> After who? <laughs> he sincerely believes this. He thinks AO is the best player in the world. And, and then Brooks Like. Brooks Like is number two. <laughs> Healthy scratch himself. Brooks Like. That's just so funny. Brooks Like was a pretty dynamic leader there for a while. And he had a good role on the Caps. And so this guy, this is the story I want to tell. He served the Washington Capitals for 12 straight years. And this year, when everyone in their right mind is picking the Caps to win the East, Brooks like gets traded like a dirty shirt to the worst team in the league. See you later, Brooke. Oh, at least he's not going to be in the AHL now. How sad is that? Like, this guy has served, and he's tried hard, and he's given himself <laughs> to this team, and they just ship him out for a well, bag of pucks. Well, they were really nice. They they tweeted him a, a, a bye on their Twitter account. Uh, that's, that's, that's the new world. It's like, well, well, we'll just say he was great and he served our team well in a tweet. Well, it's cheaper. Che- cheaper than taking on an ad in the New York Times. Oh, yeah. Watch the Washington Post in this in this instance. Totally is. You make a good point, but it's not as heartfelt. So, I mean. They, did, should get him a, they should get him a gift or something, maybe a, a really nice packet or a really nice uh, golf clubs or something. Some vanilla a nice, tobacco. A nice nine iron and some, uh, some cigars. There's a great set of nine irons at Costco today. So here's my thing. I'm not going to go so far to say that the Caps owe him anything because it's a business. But what are you feeling if you're Brooks like to be so close to a potentially Stanley Cup winning team? Like he's never been closer. The Caps have never been been closer to a cup uh, in, in terms of their prepare, like their pre- 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 preparedness. I'm not sure where you're going with that, Greg. You're trying to say they're prepared. Yeah, like they're their preparation. They're they're preparation due, age. 
they're the they're the best team in the East by a, a country mile, and yeah, everyone's picking them to win the East. They're in a good spot, and he's gone. They're yeah, and then they trade him. They're like, oh, thanks for getting us here. Why well, he didn't get them there? But you know, thanks for being our friend. For there's no loyalty, hey. So are you mad? If that's you. Oh, I, I, we should get him on the podcast. Like, send him, send him like a, a little five minute or forty second clip of our podcast, and we, we can ask him. That's a great question. That's a big, great idea. Let's do that. Why not? You can interview him. We'll interview him together. But you just can't bring up anything about Dennis or planes or. We have the technology. Yeah, where we not, could do a three way. We're not making that happen. Oh. You're just saying it's not going to happen. No, we'll try. I'll call Luck and see what he. Uh, that was a good idea. If he Luck doesn't have any connections with uh, the Capitals. Oh, Brooksy. Oh, yeah, he bet he does. Uh, that's a good point. They're all in a fraternity. Okay, I want to ask. Uh, we actually have got a question here from a Twitter viewer, and uh, and some bad news in the Dallas Stars game. I think your name's March. Our uh, our good friend Jimmy Ben just walked off injured. Oh boy. Uh, yep, that's a big deal. Uh, we got a, t- a question here from uh, this March. is from. March in uh, wow, she's from Wisconsin. Oh, she's I think she's cousins with Steve Avery. Get lost, she is not. We can't, who take by the way, qu- oh, we can't we can't take her question seriously at all. Right? Oh, it was Jordy Ben, so who cares? Oh, yeah, no one cares but Jordy. The uh, not even his mom, Stephen Avery's getting out of jail here on March 2nd. They're gonna there's going to be some more turnout in that case. So uh, stay tuned on Wednesday. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, tweet me. I'll fill you in and give you all the links. Are you serious? There's going to be news on him. Oh, yeah. You watch. March 2nd. That's Wednesday. Maybe you could post it on the Twitter. On the tweet? I'll, I'll give it the Twitter. Maybe you can Snapchat it. So March. Uh, oh, can I just pause for Snapchat? I'm actually quite proud of this. So I've been, I've been, I've been snapping the chats. Good Lord. I have. Oh, my goodness. It's fun. Oh, my. What world am I living in now? Right. I just I need to go. I need to just retreat to a cabin and just, like, crawl, crawl up in a ball by the fire and die. <laughs> the world is so weird. That was way too depressing. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you something <laughs> awesome here pretty quick. So I've been snapping the chats, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, we got a, we got a clean break here. Alice Hemsky. Goal or no goal? Stop watching hockey. We're talking hockey here. So I'm snapping the chats, and they have this new feature on the Snapchat that uh, can swap faces with with people. It's weird. Like, it's really weird. Should I get Snapchat? Oh, yeah. It's a blast, Frank. Because you can – you know why it's a blast? Because I can send you funny photos. Sorry. Sorry. Finish finish your thought. I can send you funny photos of videos, and they're going to be really funny. But I don't have to worry about you saving them because it's going to delete. So who cares? Oh yeah, well, you know you know what Simon, uh, our friend Simon, was sending me what? when I at Snapchat a few years ago. Oh no, Pen- penis enlarging photos, and, like advertisements. I'm like, oh, you're really funny, Simon. And then they kept on coming, like just too often, and it wasn't funny anymore. Finally, I'm like, Simon, I'm like, what are you? Why are you sending these? Sending it to these to me? Ah, what are you sending these to me for? And he says, oh, sorry, that that was a virus. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So then I deleted it, and I, I've been turned off ever since. No, and that's no surprise. Well, I mean, we don't blame you for that. But here's my thing. Back to the, they have this feature where you can swap faces with someone in the same photo. So it's funny. Guess who I swapped faces with last night? Larry Moore, your dad. Aunt Jemima. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Oh no! And it's funny. I'll, I'll tweet that. I mean, I'll send it on the uh, on the it's Twitter. It's almost and as funny as Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
at Jemima me, change faces, and boy, it is funny. I'll send you a photo after this, and I'll put on that for all the listeners. But uh, oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, back to March. Sorry, March. Uh, we left her in the line here. March wants to know which team has surprised slash disappointed you the most so far this year. Frank, I'll let you go first. You're gonna let me go first. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking in the East, Boston is a team that is quite surprising. I didn't think that they're gonna be a playoff team. Now that I think about it, I mean, it's just it's that week of division. Who who would replace them in that division? Detroit, while they are kind of in the same area. And then they have, there's Ottawa. Is Carolina in that division? I'm just saying, the division's terrible. Toronto, Montreal, like they all completely fell off the map. Oh, so the map. maybe it's not that big of a surprise, but going into the season, I did not think Boston was going to be a playoff team. I thought just their, some of the moves they made at the draft, I'm like, this team is, is going to fold. Okay. So they're one of my surprises. Who else I got here? I got Florida. I didn't think Florida was going to be the top, going to be the top of the Atlantic uh, so those are my those are my two surprises. Also, Carolina, again, they're a mid range surprise. They're only two games over five hundred, but they've been better than I thought they're going to be. I thought that they were going to be right in the tank of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Hannafin's doing well out there. They'll figure it out. I think they have some depth on on defense, eh? Yeah. They still need some. They still need a number a number one center, which they can get in the draft hopefully this year. But they're going to be there in a couple years. Yeah, they'll figure it out. I think. And and unfortunately, or fortunately. Canada's Eastern Conference teams are probably not going to Well, much let's just hold on there for a second. Okay. So you heard the news that Carey Price in full pads travel with the team. He's coming back. The best player in the world is coming back to try and resurrect his team. His team is seven points out with 20 games left. Good Lord. It's too late, man. You think? Oh, do I think? I know. I'm speaking. I'm <laughs> like, speaking. that's an incredible story, though, if that happens. It's not going to happen. I mean, it could happen. I know someone's done the math. I have not. Think about how many wins they'd have to have in their last 20 games. They He's basically the... couldn't lose. Frank. Because they're three games above 500. How do they start the year? The last wildcard team is 10 games above 500. Even if they even if they win 10 games, they win 10 straight games. They they still may not be. Okay, so let's in, let's in, let's in go the back. The team's almost the same. Win, 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 loss, loss, win, win, loss, win, win, loss, loss, win, win, loss, loss, win, win, win. Like, they were unbeatable. They've been better in their last ten games. Six, three, and one. I'm telling you, Price is the best player in the world. He can will that team back in the playoffs. All right, I'm doubting it. What? Who are your surprises? My biggest surprise is Florida. Okay. I mean, I knew Florida would be better because we're friends with uh, August Reese, and he's a big Florida fan, and knows all about them, and he was letting us know that, you know, they were going to be a, a team this year. But I didn't think that they'd be this good. I think everyone could see that Florida was taking a, a step forward. But winning the division, I mean, I would have thought Tampa Bay was going to be uh, long ahead of, of Florida. Yeah, Tampa Bay is a weird one, eh? Like a well, really well weird I mean, one. they're 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 a lot like Anaheim. They they slumped and underperformed for the first half of the season, and they've been really good for the last twenty games. So they're my surprise, and I'm going to say my other surprise is, uh, I mean, the Habs, but it's not really fair, right? But that drop off that they had without Price, I had no idea Price was that good to their team. Well, I was doing surprises and disappointments. So I mean, I added. Uh, Edmonton's a disappointment. Oh, I yeah. wanted I wanted them to be a 500 club, and they're not. They're as bad as they've ever been. And uh, Columbus, 
I thought Columbus could be a playoff team this year. They would have been in the Metro, right? It's kind of hard to keep to keep this in uh, keep track of who's in what division with these new yeah, there's divisions. There's a lot of divisions. I think they're in the Metro. Find yeah, out here. they are. They're at the bottom of the Metro. I thought Columbus was going to be better, and they've they've only turned the corner in the last what 10, 15 games. Well, that's Columbus, right? As soon as they shut her down, they start to get better. Once everyone else starts to shut her down, too. You are you are on the Lumbus train. You oh, I still am. I've got my jersey and everything. I love Lumbus. It's just hard for them to watch. Like, they fire the coach and bring in John Tortorella, who just ruins people. What are they thinking? You yeah. know? Like, that is not going to last. Like, it's just a, it was a bad decision. I mean, even his, his shelf life is like six months. And even that, like, he destroys careers. He, he, he'll just... What he does is he goes to a team, he finds like the weakest human being there, and he just degrades them, and steps on them, and spits on them, and makes them feel like garbage. Yeah, and, like it, and, and then they end up being like minus thirty six, or they demand a trade, or their career's over. It's just it's just an ugly thing. It's hard to watch. It really is hard to watch. And so, I mean, that hurts because I like Columbus. They're fun to cheer for. They have great fans. But, uh, but my other disappointment is. Like you mentioned, Edmonton. Like you are the most pathetic team potentially in sports, and I just don't understand how you're not like how you wake up every day. Like you're so embarrassing. I don't. I, I guess to the point where you're just like, is this team really going to be able to actually turn turn it around? No. Like I think if we're being realistic with ourselves, they're not. Well, they're going to they be better, but they will never be the juggernaut they're supposed to be because they've bungled it. I think if they can just like turn a corner. Then I mean I think it can it can just kind of be a, like a, a steamroll that gets get some momentum and, and turn it around, but it just seems like they can't do it. They're eleven games below five hundred right now. There's, it's, they it's are one late. point away from being the worst team in the league again, Frank. I mean obviously there's reasons behind it. This team was competitive for the first fifty or forty five games. They yeah, they lo- got injured. They were losing a lot of close games. They went on that six game winning streak earlier on in the season. They got it to around five hundred, but then they just. They just fell back and lost all these close games. And then the funny thing is, like a month ago, when when McDavid came back, everyone got excited. You know, they they, they won. Beat, I think they beat the Sens by like a, six goals or something, and beat Columbus. And everyone was excited. And then and I I was I was tooting my own horn here, but I was like, look, who, look who they're playing. And then after that, they got smoked against Islanders. Now, in your defense, you did say that. You're like big whoop. The guys scored a ton of goals against the worst teams in the league. I was like, we've seen this before. And then, sure enough, that's why you have a podcast, Frank. Uh, you were the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turned out to be, I mean, he's fine. I mean, he's a really good player. We're not going to say that he's not. But Some people were saying, this team can actually make the playoffs. No. Like, what? No. And, and part of that, like, let's get real here. Part of the fact that they did so well was that uh, Anaheim took off uh, the entire year almost uh, until after the All-Star break, around the All-Star break. And so they had, they looked better than they were. For, for like, after the first 35 games, there was teams that were below 500 in the playoffs. It was ugly. Yeah. But this team, though, like, they first off, they need their, their better defensemen to stay healthy. And they need they need to pick up two defensemen in the offseason. I don't want to talk about the Oilers. Okay, fair if enough. If you're listening to this as an Oilers fan, you understand what I just said. Like, we're, so, we're all so tired of talking about the Oilers and the fact that they have a chance to get the number one pick again. And oh like, you're ruining my sport. It's Oilers. embarrassing. You actually are. You're ruining my sport. And the fact that you're in the West and you have one less team to beat to get in the playoffs. But they had a Norris Trophy candidate. I mean, everyone everyone knows that Justin Schultz, is, is he has that potential. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. 
Do we have hey, anything else to talk about, Greg? No, we're at our limit here, Frank. Uh, we're right. up against the commercial here. We got uh, Tim and Sid coming on next, and then uh, someone else. And I think the thing, like the real world of Tintin and Lassie, or something like that, is coming on after that. So, uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, this is plus minus. We always do better the next time, so you always got to tune in the next time. Uh, my name is Greg. You can reach me at Sir Greg Moore. That is Nathan Frankster, uh-huh. uh, the one and the only from Atonia Pool Place Playground Park. <laughs> I grew up in the pool. That's what the sign says, right? Pool play, play, play pool playground park. Uh, probably. And uh, home, home of the Spartans. And we're here, so we'll give you. Uh, Frank will give you a, the ten second sign off and uh, toodaloo. Toodaloo. It was ten seconds, Frank. Oh, you wanted me to say something for ten seconds? Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by the Beer Connoisseur. We supply you with knowledge on the best beers in the world, including Norway, where beer is like water. on calling me down the road it's where i'll always be every stop i make i make a new friend can't stay for long just turn around and i'm gone again maybe tomorrow i want to settle down until tomorrow i'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat
is my home. 